It is The Drive with Sam Piper, ESPN Radio 93.5. I mentioned at the end of last hour we will play Chip Carey and Brad Thompson as we go along here. I did admittedly forget that we have Brad Underwood to get you as well, so we're going to do that. I was there, yeah. I should not have forgotten that. But um, Illinois getting set to head to Ann Arbor. They've won the last six in this series. That's awesome. They've won their previous three trips to Ann Arbor, which all pretty memorable. Last year, they didn't go. They didn't go to Michigan State or Michigan last year. I remember that. I do remember that. Two years ago, they won 93-85. to Was that the... um, I think Trent Frazier. Trent Frazier hit a big three, both against Michigan State and Michigan, late in the game in his last year at Illinois. That sounds right. To win the game, right, Kyle? I I think that's right. I also... Vaguely remember Alfonso Plummer going nuts mm. in Ann Arbor that year. I'll have to pull that up from the stats. Well, you know Kyle's going to be right. Right, of course. Then you had in 2021, that was the number two ranked team in the country, Michigan, oh. hosting Illinois without Io DeSumo. And I remember hearing how much Io wanted to play in that game, was pushing hard for the doctors to clear him. He had even been involved in some practice leading up to that game, but ultimately didn't get the green light. His uh, injury was what? So the Sissoko. Oh, that was okay. Broken nose didn't and he hurt concussion. an ankle one time, or am I only thinking? Yeah. Like on a last-second shot against like Penn State or something that he. I think with Michigan State, he was Michigan trying State. to come up the court, and like his leg slipped out That's from under it. him, That's and it. he missed the game at Rutgers. Okay. But this was the broken nose. This was the broken nose. Got it. Before he ends up coming back, he came back for the regular season finale. At Ohio State with the like the Batman mask, that was pretty cool. But I, I remember driving over there and being bummed because there was so much back and forth between Michigan and Illinois oh. and the rivalry <laughs> brewing really hot. And then Io not being cleared to play, I was like, oh well, Illinois yeah. is probably going to get uh, definitely. I don't know about smacked, but right, probably right. lose in convincing fashion to a full strength Michigan team that had Franz Wagner, had Hunter Dickinson, oh, had man. Uh, Mike Smith, the point guard, oh, that's was really, right. really good for them that year. Isaiah Livers. like That was yeah. a really good Michigan team. And Illinois just lit them up. We found out Kofi was uh, the dad, the yeah, father right? of Hunter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. 76-53 to 53 <laughs> in that game. Wow. 23-point blowout. Trent Frazier had a huge game in that one as well. Wow. And then you go back to 2020, pre-COVID, that was one of Iowa's very many clutch closer moments and probably maybe the most memorable of the shot the fadeaway shot yes like the pump fake and then readjust and make it over Xavier Simpson Mm. I think mine is still Wisconsin yeah yeah. I think mine is still Wisconsin when he essentially did the Jordan Elo yes and then he pointed down on his arm like you know his veins or whatever you know what I even forgot about that that Wisconsin one, and that that was a super memorable one. That really turned the tide for Illinois. That win at Kohl Center broke a long streak of them not beating Wisconsin at all, oh. and then just they really picked it up after that. That who was it? Kobe King, remember him? Yeah, he had a huge game that night. He came back, so Io hits that shot. Kobe King goes back down the court and hits a three, and I think I think Illinois then has like to, the left wing. I think. Right. Then they have to go to the free throw line and Wisconsin comes down and has a chance to tie the game and they missed it. So mm. I know we think about dagger shots right, to be right, the right, end. Right, right. And it wasn't necessarily the end. It was a game deciding shot. But I see what you're saying. But it wasn't over yet. Right. So with the, the one against Michigan, it was over. But yeah, I agree. I am agreeing with you. The Wisconsin one is one of my favorite shots of Iowa, if mm. not throughout his entire career. Period. Now you want me to go to you. And I just want to go to YouTube and watch like, uh, I.O. game winners. Yeah. I wonder if it's <laughs> Can you get that? <laughs> I'm sure someone's probably put a probably, little, probably. little montage together. <laughs> that's, that's incredible that Illinois has been on this kind of a roll. These have been good Michigan teams. Yeah. I mean, this is probably the worst Michigan team you've faced in the last, in Jawan's era. Or, I know last, they missed the tournament last year. Oh, that's right. They did. They, they were did. better than what they are currently. And they had some really good players on last year's team. I mean, Kobe Bufkin was a guy that ended up being a first-round pick. You had Jet Howard, who ended up being a first-round pick. You had Hunter Dickinson, who was an all-league player. It it took them a a while to really come together, and even they made a late push for a tournament, 
but needed one of the two. They needed to beat either Illinois on the road or Indiana on the road, and they fell short in overtime in both of those games. I'm watching it right now. The pump fake readjustment from the free throw oh, line. Yeah. Illinois goes up 64-62 at Michigan with .5. .5 left, wow. And he does the palms to the floor, yeah. and then he starts doing the like across his chest. That's awesome, that man. That was epic. Oh. And Kyle was right. The last time they were at the Chrysler Center, you had 26 points, including six threes from Alfonso Plummer. Mm. You also had 27 points and seven rebounds for Kofi in comparison to 13 points and 11 rebounds for Hunter Dickinson. So, uh, did win that matchup for sure. By the so way, coincidentally, good. today is Io DeSunmu's 24th birthday. Uh, is that right? How funny is that? That's awesome. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday. to Io, for sure. That is so cool. Man, that dude was ripped. <laughs> I, just, I mean, like, it's it's almost like I've forgotten what Io looked like. And I, yeah. I just pulled that up, and there's like this – there's this picture of him driving against Iowa. It's just a picture. And he's dribbling the ball, and the ball is out of his hand going down to the court. And his arm is just yoked. Especially that junior season, his last year. Oh. He came back, and he had added like 15 pounds. That guy just. If there was ever a poster child for Coach Fletch, it'd be him. Because oh. he, when he first got to Illinois, he was skinny. Really scrawny, yeah. Unbelievable. That's unreal. Who did Illinois just play? They showed a picture of it wasn't Maryland. It was Michigan State, maybe. Ah, come on, Lon. They showed a picture. He was like a sophomore now. And who else did we play? It was we beat Michigan State. We beat Northwestern. Maybe it was Lost Mich to Purdue. Maybe it was Michigan. Are you talking State. about when they hit? He hit shots against Michigan State. No, I'm freshman. talking just the last two games. Okay, just here. And they showed a shot of when this kid was a freshman and then now as a sophomore. Oh. And, I, and you're just like, holy. It wasn't on Illinois. It wasn't an oh, Illinois gotcha. guy. Somebody Illinois was playing against, and I was like, wow. But I don't recall. And I'm sorry, that's terrible radio. I don't recall who it was, but it was pretty impressive. Pretty stinking impressive. I'll, I'll try to think of it as we okay. go. Uh, on the note of Illinois, like I mentioned, going for seven in a row against the Wolverines, Juwan Howard has never beaten Brad Underwood <laughs> and trying to continue that this is so awesome. as we go along. Uh, do they play twice this year or is it once? I got to effort this. Does Michigan come to Champaign? They do. Yep, so you get Michigan on the road on Thursday, and then middle of February, Michigan will return that and come to Champaign. So you get the, the double dip of the Wolverines – I, I should have known that. I already mentioned that earlier <laughs> in the show. My mind is going, man. Um, anyways. You'd hate to have the undefeated record ended by this Michigan team. Oh, I extremely. Mean, let's just sweep them again. On that note, let's Brad Underwood talking about getting it done. In Ann Arbor coming up on Thursday, he talked about what went, what went wrong against <laughs> – Why did that – what uh, went? What went? I said rent. <laughs> Maryland rent free in Illinois fans' heads. I think that's what I'm. I'm. It's getting Wednesday. At. We're starting to wear down. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Someone needs a day off. Oh wait, Lon's got, oh, got one coming up. Oh. Oh boy. <laughs> I did throw that out today. Anyways. Hmm. Um, hmm. What went wrong against Maryland, and what they will try to to write as they go to Michigan coming up tomorrow? One more Here's, day, Haley. One more day. <laughs> Come on, kid. Here's Brown <laughs> that uh, um, didn't go our way and, and one that um, uh, really just about everything that could go bad did, uh, from missed layups to fumbled balls to uh, blown assignments. Um, you know, 16 games in, um, you know, I, I, I was hoping that this team was mature enough we could avoid kind of emotional flat games, um, but, uh, uh, you know, they're bound to happen, um, and uh, we just weren't good enough, and, uh, you know, give Maryland credit, they were, but uh, obviously not the same Illinois basketball team that we've we've seen, and, and uh, uh, we gave up uh, 43 points off mistakes, and, uh, you know, that's that's been so unlike us, but... Uh, uh, you learn from that, you grow, and uh, then you get ready for the next one, and, and that's the beauty of league uh, league play. And in this league, it's it's always challenging. So you get a very talented Michigan team, um, you know, led by by Doug and 
Uh, Doug's, um, I guess, playing home games, and so we got him at home. And uh, he's a very, very uh, dynamic point guard. Damari uh, Burnett at, at the two, and then they're extremely big up front at uh, the three, four, and five. Uh, the Williams kid is coming off a game; he's five and five from the three. So uh, this team very, very talented on the offensive side. Uh, they, they play with great pace. Uh, playing a lot of ball screens with Doug, uh, and he's got jet fuel. Uh, he's he's quick. He's fast. Um, we've got to do a better job guarding him than than we did Young. But uh, you know we'll uh, uh, we'll bounce back. And we'll, uh, we'll hopefully be better uh, on Thursday than we were Sunday. Guess what's been important in the last couple of days to correct some of that emotional flatness that you mentioned? Yeah, I mean I you know try not to. You bring it to their attention. You ask why. You know, I think it's it's getting them to understand. You know, okay, why did this why did this happen? I don't know if it if it was me doing a poor job of getting them prepared. Maybe it was. If it was uh, uh, the cold weather, I don't. You know, um, I, I, I don't know. Uh, we were just a little bit disconnected. We were a little bit off. We were, um, you know, it it's, goes hand in hand with. Missing uh, 16 layups uh, to uh, just fumbling a one-on-o rebound that we fumble out of bounds, and some nights you have those, and um, you know are we haven't missed switches all year, and we just completely didn't communicate. So you know I think it's just talking about those things and 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 getting their perspective of why why we felt it happened, and this group's mature enough that we can we can handle that and. Um, you know, we've got to get, uh, uh, that's where, um, you know, we've got to have, we've got to have great energy to play this game the right way. And, and uh, we didn't have that. As you're about to face Doug, what, what was there with Bowie and Tyson that wasn't there against Jameer as you're talking about a realm of really good guards? Yeah, I, I, it's, it's crazy. It's just want to, desire, energy, talk. Uh, I mean, we, we trailed. Jalen Young, 20 feet off screens. And, um, you know, that's we didn't do that with any of those guys. I, and I don't know if it's an, again, it's an energy, it's a connectivity. Um, whatever it was, we were just flat. And I don't know uh, any other way to describe it. And um, it was, all that being said, you know, it's a one possession game with under two minutes to go. and. and we didn't make a shot. We shot 23% and and um, missed a plethora of layups and didn't guard a soul. So um, we'll get that right. What's been the response or maybe the approach and since Sunday, just in terms of putting that one? Yeah. Again, we talked about it. Um, you know, we 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 we, we want to understand why, so we we can try to eliminate that. You know, I don't think it's one of those things you just you just flush. I think you ask why and and. Uh, um, you know, let's 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 try to avoid that, um, and um, you know, let's just get back to work. We were really good yesterday in practice, and, and now we go on the road, and, and we've got to be tougher. We've got to be um, um, more connected, and and uh, we've done that all year. You feel like Quincy's wrist is bothering him at all? Is that an issue, or no? Is he, is he no. no, he's Quincy's been one of those guys that's been under the weather. You know, he's. Fighting with Ty and and the sickness, and I know from somebody who's had it. Uh, today's the first day I felt like a human being in a while, um, you know. And it's um, he had some other issues other than just head congestion, chest congestion, but uh, um, you know, with, with flu-like symptoms. So, um, but he's got it through it. He's tough, and and you know, he's 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 back to back to being good. Any update on Monty's working out again. He's he's kind of in his back to um, uh, back to play procedures, um, and uh, the stiffness and, and tightness is getting better. Um, we'll see what Thursday um, looks like in, in terms of uh, uh, his participation, but uh, he's he's starting to, to move in the right direction. He had two maybe kind of different experiences on the road in Big Ten so far this season. And do you take anything from those two games just about maybe what this no. team did well? Or No, I mean, I think, you know, it, it's obviously um, 
both of them, in my opinion, are the two of the hardest places to play in the league, and one of them was against the number one team in the country. Um, you know, I thought we played well in both of them. I think we've we've done some some um, some really good things. I think you know we've we've maybe played some of our best basketball on the road. Um, so you know, it'll be uh, another challenge and, and against another team, and every game's pretty much got their own um, their own identity. Uh, you know, this team's got a, a very big front front court, um, very similar to what we just saw in Maryland. Uh, so we, you know, we've got to guard that, and, and uh, you know, we'll see what it presents. I know you mentioned Dre is one of those guys that have been under the weather. How's he feeling for your recently? Yeah, he's been good. He's uh, again, this is kind of the the nasty bug that's kind of hung around and lingered and and um, um, made guys not not feel great. But I think that uh, Fletch and and Paul have done a great job of you know keeping guys hydrated and and. And, and back guys are pushing through it. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's always a certain amount of fatigue with that nonsense that, that you, can't, uh, you can't fight. But uh, I think we're as close to, um, as, as close to back to normal as, we've, as we can be. Not to belabor the flat point, but to have a veteran team who maybe have experienced this at any point in their four or five collegiate years, does that help to kind of understand how quickly to move on and not dwell? I, I hope so. I think that's one of the things we've talked about. You know, they there's there's a lot of conversations that happen, um, you know, in there. And I, I think it's it's not the fact that you want to belabor a point, but you want to we we want to understand why. And it, and and I, as a head coach, want to understand okay, what was different about this game. Uh, why were we so emotionally flat? Why was it, you know, were we tired? Was it the sickness? Was it, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, whatever? When we haven't had that all year, and I get it. There's going to be games when you don't make shots. There's games that you're 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 going to be let down and 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 have not be as emotionally juiced. But um, we've been pretty good at handling that throughout the course of the season, and um, you know, this one this one bit us. And uh, again, it's a long grind, and um, I, I get it. I've never been through a season where you, you know, the, the old cliche is you, you, you have a couple that are really bad, you have a couple that are really good, and somewhere in the middle, that's where you're at. And, and we want to try to avoid those. Uh, but I was very disappointed in our defensive effort. Um, that's what we defend, rebound, and run, defend, rebound, and run, defend, rebound, and run. And when we, we do those things, we're really, really good. And um, you know we didn't uh, we didn't do that very well on, in any facet. You mentioned Michigan's front court, but how are they different without Hunter? Well, they they're, they're really uh, faster, quicker. Uh, Reed is 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 a guy who can who can move, um, and he's 265, 270 pounds. Olivier um, has given them uh, an inside outside threat at the four. Uh, that is, has been, um, uh, we know all about Olivier, we recruited him, and a very, very good player, was a starter at Tennessee. Um, you know, he's an option as a, as a four-man on the block. Uh, he can step out and shoot threes. Uh, and then Williams has, has blossomed into, you know, a terrific three-man, a guy that can really, really shoot it and space the floor. But, uh, uh, you know, so they're, they're not as, as reliant on their front court as they were with Hunter, you know, where they went to Hunter quite a bit. They, they pick and choose their spots and they're more balanced across the front line uh, than, than they have been in the past. But uh, um, you bring Cheddar in and, and he gives them a different look uh, as a pick and pop five who can really shoot it. So there's a lot of versatility there in that group. And, um, uh, you know, they're a, they're a team that uh, offensively has some, some skilled players there. It's, it just seems like in watching Zach and Tyler are really like vocally active during the course of the game. Just a couple months into this, and then being able to step into that role, like what have your impressions been of what they add to you guys on game day? Great. There, they've been there's there's tremendous consistency with what we're doing um, on those sides of the ball. And again, Zach Zach is focusing on the defensive side of things, uh, the coverages, the, the so on and so forth. The uh, Tyler's handling a lot of the offensive um, stuff. And again, until you know, until the other game, until the Maryland game. I mean, we'd gone from I think seventy-one to five 
um, on the offensive side uh, in terms of OER and national rank. We slipped, I think, um, with a wonderful second half performance uh, to 10. And then we've been in the top 20 throughout defensively as well. And, and those guys have, have, have put analytics along with simple fundamental things that we do and, and just maximized it. And we've, we've doubled down and we stay very consistent. And there's one consistent voice. That's one of the great challenges we had with, and, and every, head, every assistant coach has a scout, but it's, it's that consistent voice when those guys are gone recruiting. And this has helped keep that. And, and our players know where to go. Um, and, and they know who to talk to about certain things. And, and that has really been a, uh, what, I th what I think is a really strong um, facet of our program right now is our, our connectivity from players to coaches and offense to defense. I'm Justin Ike, co-owner of Fred's Plumbing, Heating, Air Conditioning, Electric, and Underground. So Justin, tell me what you see as typical when it comes to sewer repair. Give me a scenario. Your sewer's backed up and somebody comes along and says, you need this repair for X amount of dollars. Here's my price. And you don't think to go looking for another company or a second opinion because you don't feel like you have time. So is it possible that you might get charged a little more because it's kind of a desperate moment? Do some companies do that? Oh, absolutely they will. They know you're in a pinch. Typically, if you call us, me or Will can be out there within an hour to look at that problem for you. Whether you call me first or you call me second, make sure you give me a call. Anything else, Justin? You can always trust Fred's. Great to know. Thank you. That's Justin Ike, the co-owner of Fred's Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, Electric, and Underground. If you want more information about this great 45-year family-owned company, just go to fredscu.com. That's fredscu.com. Bet like the pros with the world's largest sports book right at your fingertips. Circus Sports is now available in Illinois. Hi, I'm Derek Stevens. I've been a lifelong sports better and I'm the owner of Circus Sports. We're excited that the Circus Sports app is now ready for action. Experience big app bets with high betting limits, tight money line splits, and more. Now you can download, fund, and bet like a pro from anywhere in Illinois. Download your new bookie today at CircusSports.com. If you or somebody you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. In an ever-changing real estate market, it is so important to work with experienced agents like Russ and Nick Taylor with the Taylor teams at Taylor Realty Associates. They have the knowledge and expertise to get your home sold for the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time. Trust the experience and success of Russ and Nick Taylor with the Taylor team at Taylor Realty Associates. Give them a call today at 217-355-0700 or visit them online at taylorboys.com. That's taylorboys.com. During challenging times, family and health come first. This is Eric Boland with Provident Financial Group. Many of us have spent the past year feeling a little bit out of control. There are steps you can take to help plan for a better financial future. Now's the time to take action and create a financial plan that's right for you. Contact us today at 217-366-3456 or find us online at ProvidentFinancialGroupLLC.com. Securities and advisory services offered through Commonwealth Financial Network, member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. The Alma Market is your one-stop shop for one-of-a-kind creations from the University of Illinois alumni and students, as well as unique finds from some of your favorite Urbana-Champaign area businesses. Treat yourself or a loved one and support your fellow Illini today. If you're a University of Illinois student, alum, or Champaign-Urbana area business, feature your products on the Alma Market. Becoming a vendor is a great way to expand your reach and connect with Illini across the country. For more details, visit almamarket.org. Go Illini! Hey, where are you headed? To Kelsey Furniture in Tuscola. What do they have there? What don't they have there? Living room furniture, benches, chests, love seats, sectionals, tables, bedroom sets, hutches, nightstands, end tables, cabinets, mirrors, stools, clocks, lamps, pillows, rugs, desks, media consoles, patio furniture, Tempur-Pedic mattresses, and more. So, everything. Yeah, probably could have uh, just said that. Kelsey Furniture, quality for less. 
Are you tired of getting the short end of the stick and always being stuck with cold water for your showers? Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing is here to help. With current tax incentives and rebates, you can save up to $900 on a high-efficiency tankless water heater, unlimited hot water, and saving on your energy bills. It seems like the best gift you could give your home. With the current promotion of 0% financing for qualified applicants, you can't afford not to call. 217-841-4728. Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing. Your home's best friend. From computer systems to brakes and tires, too, at PDR, fixing cars is what they do. Remember, when you turn the key and the car won't run, call 367-9481 or use their dedicated text-only line at 383-0619. Additional information, including repair quotes and online scheduling requests, available from the website at pdrauto.com. Remember, they are what's best for your truck or car. They are PDR. Back in the drive with Sam Piper, ESPN Radio 93.5. Good to hear from Benny on the U of I Atlanta Link text line. He says, hey, Lana and Derek. Lana, I enjoyed reading about you in the News Gazette. Great story. It was. It was a great story. Uh, and Kyle Tosk mentioned in it. I was also uh, as well. Um, a little disappointed Lana didn't have anything nice anything nice to say about me. No, no quotes or anything. I joke, of course. Um, but... Anyways, Lon definitely deserving of that. Uh, the the line by it was a good, well written article by Bob Osmussen, and the the lead, as you would say in journalism, is definitely correct. In that, find somebody that doesn't like Lante. It's it's hard to find that. So uh, if you are one who doesn't, go ahead and text in two one seven three five nine twenty two fifty five on the U of I Alana Link text line. Another guy that's hard to dislike, Chip Carey. Who I caught up with at the Cardinals caravan. Uh, I think Illinois, I think Illinois. I think the Cardinals obviously hit a home run with that one. Uh, and replacing Dan McLaughlin, who uh, I certainly enjoyed through the years, and a lot of good memories tied to his calls. But Chip Carey, uh, a nationally known, had a lot of great years with the Braves, and has done national broadcasts as well, and has a really cool story too. So uh, good catching up with him, and wanted you to be able to hear that. So here is my conversation with Chip Carey from last week at the Cardinals Caravan here in Champaign. Derek Piper here at Cardinals Convention with Chip Carey, the voice of the Cardinals. How you doing, Chip? Good thing. No rain out today, which is No great. rain out, no snow. It is a little <laughs> cold. We want to thank you for this for the warm welcome, but the lousy weather. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, coming off your first season uh, with the Cardinals, how would you feel just being back in, in St. Louis? I know a place that, that means something to you. Uh, your grandfather spent a lot of time there. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I'm really grateful for the reaction of the Cardinals fans. I'm really grateful for the players, the coaching staff, uh, the front office, the Bally's folks who welcomed me so warmly. Uh, we lost 91 games that wasn't the new guy's fault but we still had a great time and working with brad and jim every day is a real treat a real pleasure and uh can't wait for for more fun more hijinks and hopefully a whole lot more wins you had really established yourself down there in atlanta and i'm sure you had a, a great time there but how tough was it to leave that to, to go to st louis well the st louis part is the main driver if it was anywhere else i probably would have tried to stay um i had a great run in atlanta my dad and i put 46 years together there combined with the braves that's a lot uh but i think I think it was time for a new chapter for me, and uh, I'm fortunate that this opportunity uh, presented itself. And uh, I said to my wife, you know, if the job is open and somebody's going to get it, I'd like that somebody to me. And she encouraged me, and she was uh, so excited. She said, for the first time in 20 years, I'm excited about our career. So I'm really, really happy. Yeah. Uh, your family obviously has a rich history in, in this business. Harry Carey, your grandfather, Skip, your father. Uh, how soon did you know that you wanted to be part of that, the family business, so to say? Yeah, I was 16 or 17. Uh, my dad was doing a game against the Dodgers at Fulton County Stadium and I was driving home with him and the the Braves won the game on a pinch hit walk off Grand Slam and my dad had the radio call and we drove home it was midnight, the station announced it, midnight Atlanta, 79 degrees, last night the Braves beat the Dodgers, here was Skip Carey's call, they played the call on the radio and the old hair on the back of your neck thing stands out and I said I'd like to do that someday and my dad didn't say a word drove home for the next 20 minutes in silence, he sat down, put his suitcase suitcase and briefcase away, came into the kitchen said were you serious about what you said? 
said, yeah, I think so. And he said, okay, we start tomorrow. And that's how, that's how, kind of the genesis of how it began. I heard somebody do something on the air that I could relate to, and it, you know, the old proverbial bug bit you, right? And that, that's, that was the genesis of it. My dad had an amazing call, and it was an amazing moment for the two of us, and that's where it started. Harry Carey's a guy that people are still doing impressions yeah. of, still talking about, and obviously you had time in Chicago as a broadcaster, so you know what that that legend uh, is like, but what can you remember about him being around him when you were growing up and whatnot? Yeah, that's the funny thing. I think people people assume that I had this uh, silver microphone put in my crib by my dad who had it from his... I didn't know Harry very well. Uh, my parents and grandparents were divorced, and I didn't really get to spend any time of consequence with him until I was a much older guy. Um, once I got into the business as a basketball announcer in, in 1989, there was much more of an interest from him because it was something he could relate to. He, I, was, I was just another constellation in the galaxy for him. Uh, but once once I started matriculating up the, the ladder, as it were, and getting more and more opportunities, he took more and more of an interest. And, um, you know, I turned down the Cubs job once. And then when I got the Cubs job offered to me a second time a few years later, he was really, really excited. And I was really excited to work with him, to learn from him. I mean, this is a guy that saw every at Battistan Musial's career. He saw Jackie Robinson's second big league series. He rode the trains with all the guys. I mean, all the things that, that, that tie the, the uh, present of baseball to the past, he represented, and he died before we got a chance to work together. So filling those shoes in Chicago was really, really hard. But again, I had a great partner in Steve Stone and Arnie Harris, the legendary producer, who showed me the way, and somehow, some way, I staggered through seven years. You mentioned starting as a basketball guy. A lot of people probably don't know that. Uh, doing some Penny Hardaway and Shaq games, yeah, right? I was. I was. I was the first TV announcer for the expansion Orlando Magic. They won 15 games the first year, and I was worse than the team. Uh, if they had had YouTube or Instagram or whatever things you guys use, I'd probably be selling Toyotas. Uh, but luckily, Pat Williams stuck with me and gave me a chance to grow. And yes, uh, we stuck it out for a couple of years and had Nick Anderson in the line. That's guy. Right. Yeah. Um, Dennis Scott was a draft pick. We traded Chris Weber, who went to Michigan. We don't like Michigan, right? Um, for Penny Hardaway. And then, of course, Shaquille O'Neal. And the rest is history in Orlando. It was great. It was like traveling with the Rolling Stones overnight. And a team that really, really grew together and got very, very good. And unfortunately, missed a couple free throws, which cost him a title. Jordan Walker here with you guys uh, to, to obviously spin it back to the present and a, a rising star for the Redbirds. What have you seen out of him, both on and off the field? Uh, great kid, uh, great family, uh, understands that he's a Cardinal. Um, he was put into a really difficult situation last year as a 21-year-old, learning a position in the major leagues that he hardly ever played, and grew. He got better, and there's so much more room for growth for him as a player and as a person, as a major leaguer. I can't wait to see what his present and future are going to look like, but he's a star in the making, and as a human being, there's really nobody better, and I'm, I'm, he's an Atlanta guy. Um, you know, he, he doesn't know anything about hockey yet. We're going to work on that with him. We had a little fun with him at the game last night, but he's, he's a great kid. He's going to be a great player, and I know the Cardinal Nation is going to really, really be proud of him. To be watching uh, Goldie and Nato on a daily basis, uh, not that you didn't have stars to watch in Atlanta and through the years at postseason baseball and whatnot, but what's that been like watching those guys? It's, they're, they're, they're stars in Atlanta, yes, but these guys are different. You know, Paul Goldschmidt is, um, he is so steady. Uh, I, you know, they called Albert the machine. I would not want to use that term with regards to Paul because it comes off as derisive and it's not, but he is so consistent in his preparation. He's so thorough in the way he goes about his business. His routine is so set and so meticulous it shows on the field. That's why he's a great player. And, uh, you know, his year last year, look, it paled in comparison to his MVP season. He's another guy that's going to come back, I think, and have a monster season. Nolan across the diamond, all that guy wants to do is win. And when you see the highlight reel plays he makes, and then you see the um, influence that has on a pitching staff, you really appreciate that on an everyday basis, much more than you do when you see him three or six times a year. They're two really, really intense uh, players who go about it in a very different way. And, um, uh, it's going to be really, really fun to watch these guys come back and, and uh, have a rebound year. Yeah, on that note, what do you think about this upcoming season with, with the Redbirds? They make, went out and added some pitching, and uh, it's still a lineup that on paper looks pretty impressive. Yeah, they're going to be healthy, and I think you're going to see a more set lineup. That's my guess. I don't know that for a fact. I thought last year there were a lot of redundant parts and a lot of moving.
shipping parts, which I think um, will change. Um, I think you're right. They addressed the pitching. The pitching wasn't good. I think the Cardinals had 48 quality starts last year. That's a 450 ERA. What do you think happened in the other 114 games? That's how you lose 91 games, right? So they've gone out and addressed the pitching. They have much more organizational depth. If a guy goes down or needs a breather, you know, want to you know, have a doubleheader um, than, than last year. And I think the bullpen has a chance to be better. There's still some work to be done, I think, but that's what spring training's about. And I think there's probably some money in the coffers to do something if need be. I don't know that for sure, but I would guess that they haven't spent all their money now thinking they'll be competitive and maybe can add at the deadline. Not that this is your first experience with Cardinals fans, but what are you noticing about the fan base or how, how is it to be surrounded by them on a daily basis? It's great. I went to Georgia, so I love red by, by nature. <laughs> so that part of it's, you know, they're just passionate. They're intense. They follow the team. They care. Uh, they know the game. Um, I, I think that's what's so fun is I always said this as a visiting broadcaster. When you come in and your team as a visitor would make a great play, the fans would applaud. It goes so far beyond your team winning, right? It's an appreciation of the game. It's appreciation for the organization. It's appreciation for what the birds on the bat mean to an entire region. I mean, half the country follows the Cardinals. And uh, to be able to represent that on TV in, in my small way and to have my small part in it, it's a real honor. One more for you. is a little inside baseball on the media side. So you said that you were worse than a 15-win team in basketball. How'd you go from that to that one of the best out there uh, behind the microphone in baseball? Uh, just work, 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 man. Uh, you know, I, I got a, my first job was uh, in Panama City, Florida. And then I went to Greensboro, got the magic job at 24, and then to Seattle, Fox, the Cubs, Atlanta, and now here. I mean, I've, I've, I've really been fortunate. I've really been blessed. And I truly believe that it is it is a village, you know, raising a kid, right? Uh, it, a lot of people believed in me maybe when they shouldn't have. And uh, the support of my family and the support of the people that, that uh, watch and listen to the games is really, really appreciated. And I, I don't take it for granted, not for a minute. Great stuff. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Anytime. You have money laying all around your house. You just don't know it. And no, I don't mean selling your great-grandma's good china. I mean all the old metal items you don't want to use or get rid of. Don't pay someone to haul it away. Bring it into Max Twin City Recycling and get paid to have it taken off your hands. They love new customers and are more than willing to walk you through their process step-by-step. Come check them out at 2808 North Lincoln Avenue in Urbana. Hi, I'm Tyler Weaver, president of Carpet Weaver's Flooring and Furniture Gallery. It's time to come home to Carpet Weaver's. We don't want you to just like your new floors. We want you to love them. From waterproof floors and carpet to furnitures and design advice, we've got a team of experts on your side. We'll get you the best price and the best quality products. And complete your home with furniture and accessories. Buy it all with free financing, too. Come home to Carpet Weaver's, where floors, furniture, and family meet. Hi, I'm J.T. Barnhart, the president of OSF Heart of Mary Medical Center. Really want to promote our emergency room services at Heart of Mary. Uh, getting ready to do a campaign just to show the community what a great service that is. When you're in a health emergency and you need care, our team at Heart of Mary will take great care of you and we'll get you in and out. Our wait times are usually less than 10 minutes. Door-to-provider times have run under 15 minutes, and so you're going to see a physician in less than 20 minutes when you come to Heart of Mary ER. Think that a sensational service for the community. One other area I want to promote is that OSF Heart of Mary is in network with your health insurance provider. We take all insurances, everything that is in the community, all payers, our providers, our hospital, our ancillary departments, our new surgery center, and our urgent cares accept your insurance. And so if you're having trouble getting in with a provider, know that OSF can see you timely, quickly, and we take your plan. First Federal Savings Bank of Champaign-Urbana invested in our community since 1908. Before you buy your home in 2024, we invite you to speak with one of our experienced lenders, Jack, Jim, Kim, or Lane. Experience the convenience of working with a local lender with local service, decisions, and loan underwriting in our comfortable offices. Visit us to experience the exceptional friendly service from our knowledgeable staff. Hey, if you're not already banking with us, give us a try. We think you'll love it here. We do. 356bank.com, First Federal. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS. BMW, Buick, GMC, Honda, and Subaru. Welcome to Sarah Champagne. We can handle all your car repairs on site, including paintless dent repair, bumpers, windshields, everything in between. We have an amazing selection of new or pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Shop from home and buy online or reserve your vehicle before it hits our website or dealership. Sarah Champagne is home of the Sarah One Price Promise, delivering an honest and transparent buying experience. Hurry in or shop online at sarahchampagne.com. 
In an ever-changing real estate market, it is so important to work with experienced agents like Russ and Nick Taylor with the Taylor teams at Taylor Realty Associates. They have the knowledge and expertise to get your home sold for the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time. Trust the experience and success of Russ and Nick Taylor with the Taylor team at Taylor Realty Associates. Give them a call today at 217-355-0700 or visit them online at taylorboys.com. That's taylorboys.com. Are you one of those guys out there tinting windows day in and day out, all different shades of black and ready to put a little color in your life? Come work for us. At Aftershock, we're looking for a guy with experience in wrapping, whether it be window tinting, vinyl wrapping, anything of that sort, or somebody with just ambition that wants to show up to work and be proud of what they do. You know those wraps with Troy Lands on the back waving at you? That's our work. Call us, 833-DECAL-IT, or email office at aftershockdd.com. We want you. Back, and Derek Piper, my mom loved what you said about me. She thought that was funny. She never texts me to say anything was funny, so there you go. She thinks you're funny. Thanks, Jim. Uh Appreciate it. Hey, as you file your tax return, Busey wants you to be aware. Hey, you guys will have, like, another dependent you can add on there next year. We will. Yeah, baby. Uh, That tax return, though, you got to be aware of identity thieves. We've been telling you about this. There's a few things you can do. How about file early? Gives them less time to use your information for a fake return. It's sad we have to talk about this. Secure your Wi-Fi connection. uh, Shred sensitive documents. You should always do that. Lock away secure documents. Monitor your mail. If your employer mailed your W-2, make sure you get it. Uh, And by the way, contact the IRS Identity Protection Specialized Unit and complete an identity theft affidavit if you haven't gotten your return because the irs is going to get that to you i promise remember the best way to protect yourself from fraud is to be proactive Busey wants you to be informed of any security issues scams or alerts that may compromise your personal or financial information visit the information security center on Busey.com or call 1-800-67-BUSEY today Busey member fdic i remember Back on the drive with Sam Piper, ESPN Radio 93.5. I did want to get to who texted that in? Zach. Yeah, this is big news for me. I don't like text line. The deal between Bally, involving Bally Sinclair and Amazon for the RSN, RSN, the the sports rights. And there's an AP story that I'm referencing here. Amazon will partner with Diamond Sports as part of a restructuring agreement as the largest owner of the regional sports networks looked to emerge from bankruptcy, there was word mm-hmm. of, of Bally's going into bankruptcy. So uh, those networks have the rights to 37 professional teams, 11 in baseball, 15 in the NBA, and 11 in the NHL. As it goes along, the MLB had no comment because it's still not a done deal, but essentially it sounds like Amazon with Diamond Sports are coming to an agreement to to pass on – through bankruptcy and, and then get into the fact of them taking over. So uh, later on in the story, it mentions that if this were to pass, the Amazon Prime oh, <laughs> Amazon Prime users would have <laughs> the ability to then consume that content where they have these rights. So, okay. um, Lon, the last- long story short, Lon might have to get Amazon Prime <laughs> if the Cardinals are now being broadcast. Damn out. it! I will get it for Cardinals baseball. They will have outlasted you, Lon. If this, they, is, they, if this is their move, they're going to win. Yep. They're going to win the war. Um, I the last thing I knew this, the thing I still know is that direct. Or I'm sorry, Bally's is still showing Cardinals baseball in 24. Now this could have changed all that. Oh. So I checked and to make you know because Directv has it, Dish doesn't. So for me. Bringing me back to the old days, you know, I, I still I want to get Directv to make sure that I can watch the Cardinals. But if that's going to interrupt 24, and I know Scott said it'd be interesting to see what network the Cards will be on, so I'm going to wait a little bit here to see what happens out of this. Because I mean, if they're paying all this money, I assume they're ready to show them now. I would think, and not wait another year. So, and I'm sure Bally's is excited to get out of bankruptcy, so I'm sure they're willing to say, "Go ahead and start showing them." So. Yeah, I'll have to have Kyle help me figure out how to get Amazon Prime or whatever it is. Ugh. 
It's not that hard. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll link you up. Don't I have to have some smart TV or whatever? Uh, you got a Roku. <laughs> You know what a Roku is? Uh, I've heard of it. Okay. Yeah. Don't I have to have some smart TV? <laughs> okay. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Anyways. Get me into the next. You want to intro your Brad Thompson generation. interview? Yeah, I did have a chance to talk to Brad. Really nice guy. Really energetic dude. And uh, I had mentioned earlier in the show that I, I think it's the first question. I asked him about the three new additions pitching-wise that they all – ate up a lot of innings last year, and is he worried about that? Here was Brad Thompson. Brad Thompson, here we go, man. Like, uh, this caravan, of course, winter warm-up, et cetera, lets you know that you're right on the outsets of getting baseball going. Are you excited? Dude, I'm super excited. Look, this is, it might be cold and dreary out right now. I know snow is coming. It doesn't feel like it. It feels like it's going to be sunshine. Uh, spring training is right around the corner. And I remember this as a player. This is the time where you start getting excited. You get into the winter warm-up. You start feeling the vibe, the energy. You get on the caravan. You see all the fans like you're chomping at the bit at this mm-hmm. point uh, of ready to start the season I know these guys are, are pumped up and I know that they got a lot to prove after a year like last year it was uh, we've been spoiled for a really long time it was some great <laughs> baseball it was a down year last year but uh, I'm really excited for the 2024 team and I'm ready to go talk about it again amen now old guys like me Brad uh, it seemed like the players my age had to go work in the offseason right I'm not that old but now it's just continuous 365 right when this kind of this time kind of rolls around how much more do they amp it up in terms of getting pitch ready or hitting ready specific yeah there there is a lot that goes into it i was actually just talking to some of the guys on the bus about their routines and they were talking about how they've ramped things up recently andre palante is talking about his his bullpens the aggressiveness has gotten up there because look uh, when, when you're a guy too especially a guy that's fighting for a job in spring training you can't use spring training as that springboard of hey let's get ready for the season you gotta compete right you gotta go out there and win a job so uh it's it is a fun time right but as you mentioned it is a constant job Mm -hmm. like people think off season these guys are out vacationing all the time and maybe you take a trip or two (laughs) Uh, but it is work and you're always working uh for your personal goals you're obviously working for the team goals and you're trying to get yourself in the best position to have a great year so this is ramp up time these guys are i mean they're taking live at bats they're going to live hitters and uh, they're getting ready for or spring training to win jobs or keep jobs because that's the thing about this you know somebody's always coming for your gig and I think if you have that mentality of always trying to keep your job that's a good chip on your shoulder to have. that's a good point Brad Thompson is our guest Gibson Lynn uh, Gray three guys here's let me start cautious okay. all three of these guys a little bit older all three had monster seasons in terms of innings pitch last year we know they answer the bell does it worry you a little bit though with those guys thrown so many innings last season coming into this season? Uh, it does, and, and it's only because of the guys themselves. They have a track record of being able to shoulder that load. So uh, it, it would, if they were outlier seasons where they just gave you innings, I would be a little bit concerned about that. And I am excited to see, obviously, Sonny Gray, I mean, he was second in the AL Cy Young. So there's quality there. Mm-hmm. He's got quality behind him his entire career. You know what you're going to get out of him. I know Lance Lynn gave up a lot of home runs. I know Kyle Gibson gave up a lot of hits. These guys are competitors, and uh, I, I love the addition of all three of them. Lance Lynn also, uh, he brings a different energy and a different vibe to him. He's Did you got, play with him? I, I play with him right near the okay, end, okay. right? I, he was coming up. I was I was gotcha. going out. Uh, but he is just, he's such a competitor. He has an edge to him, and I think it's an edge that this team needs. Like, you need somebody that maybe goes against the grain a little bit, but they're going to give you innings. They're going to give you quality as well. The Bush Stadium is... Uh, a more pitcher-friendly ballpark. Yes. I'm going to fly out of there. I think the aggressive nature that both he and Gibson have are really going to play well. You got Mr. Jordan Walker with you on this trip. Uh, he's a little tall. Isn't he? <laughs> Big fella. Isn't it amazing? You look at a guy like that and you're like, wait, he's a baseball player. Um, how excited are you for his season? Super excited. Uh, like I think that he grew leaps and bounds last year. We saw this young man break camp with the team, and he earned it, man. He he had to have a good spring training. He did so. Then he ended up getting sent down. He made some adjustments. We saw him grow not only offensively, but defensively. Saw him grow in confidence out there in the outfield. He's got a cannon for an arm, as we all know. The routes started getting better and better, and that's the thing this young
young man is just going to keep getting better. So if you if this is where your floor is, right? If this is what you're starting with, you've got to be so excited of what this like piece of clay is going to turn into at some point. Final question for Brad Thompson. You mentioned it earlier. It was a rough season last year. What would be a good season in your eyes? Do they need to win the Central? I mean, what what, what do you think in your eyes in terms of this team making the progress needed? You, you need to be a playoff team. I mean, that's that's what a good season is, and the best way to do that is win your division. And I think that this division is very, very winnable. Last year, as we all know, again, an outlier. You're 20 games under 500. I mean, there's a lot of work to do. We also know all the various injuries, you know, all the trades that you you ended up making. But the past is the past. It's, it's about focusing on the here and now. Here and now, they fix their rotation. I think the bullpen is strong. They continue to tinker with that. you got a lineup full of young guys that yeah. want to continue to prove themselves. And you've got your veteran stars as well. I think that it's a perfect scenario. And you look around the division, and with all due respect to the Central, it's not the AL East. Amen. You know, so I, I think that you have a really good chance of winning this division, and that's the goal. You, you go out, you shoot to win the division, you shoot to get into the playoffs, and as we've seen the last couple of championship teams for the Cardinals, it, nobody was expecting them right. to win the right. World Series necessarily, but you get hot at the right time, and good things happen. So the expectation should be be a playoff team, you have all the pieces to do so, and then get into October and see what happens. You're a media guy now, so we, we say last question, and then we always think about no, of it. Course. Right? <laughs> so we'll be here another 30 minutes with Brad Thompson. No, I'm kidding. Uh, real quick, about that. Going from player to, and I think you do a wonderful job in the media. It. If I didn't say that, then just I would leave it alone and just not tell you that I can. How, how, how much are you enjoying that? It's got to be awesome. a blast. No, it's in on so many different levels I enjoy it. One is I love the game of baseball. Mm-hmm. So for me to be able to have this job of being around the game of baseball, I'm very blessed to be able to do so. Uh, one of the things that you miss the most getting out of baseball, too, is the camaraderie, yeah. being around the guys. So I get that. Like, I get that. I get to be around these young guys yep. that are doing it. We have the same thing at the broadcast level. Like, we're all great friends. We love coming to work together. So it's it's been such a fun transition for me. And a lot like I was just talking about guys trying to compete for jobs, keep right. their jobs. Right. I'm doing the same thing. Somebody's always coming for my job, too, cool. right? So uh, I, I keep that in mind. I take it very seriously. Like, I have fun when I'm on air, but I'm well prepared, and I try to just keep working and get better and better. I think that's the biggest key. That's key. You do a great job, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks, Thank Brad, you. man. I appreciate it. It's my buddy. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's your buddy, yeah. I say some of the dumbest things. Nah, you're good. Oh, you're overcritical yourself. Brad is a fun dude. It sounds like Chip was great, too. Yeah. And I, I had a chance at the very end. I, I know we can't go long here. To just visit a little bit with Chip. And it was funny that Chip mentioned that about Jordan Walker and hockey. Because it came up with Packy Norton, you know, because uh-huh. he's a Bruins fan. And he said, well, I kind of like the Blues, too. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and he's like, I know, don't tell anybody in Boston since you just beat us in the cup. But he was talking about going to his first game in St. Louis. And then Walker had just been to a game the night before the, night before, the caravan. Yeah. So uh, he, he, he was laughing. He's like, man, I don't know what anything is. I don't know what offsides is. <laughs> so it was uh, it was funny to hear Chip say that about – um, about that. There were some interesting stories from Chip Carey. I didn't know that he didn't know Harry that well. I did not know that, that, that either. Was sad I, to I hear. might have tiptoed into that a little bit differently, but well, but that was sad to hear, but I'm glad that he explained it. And yeah. um and then the story about how it all started with his dad. I mean, that's just a that's just that a, was a great story. That's a cool story. And I I went to his Wikipedia page before to find out that I said a lot of people wouldn't have known that you did some magic games. I didn't know that until the day of the interview. Isn't so I, that funny? I cheated a little bit doing the. Uh, that's that's part of being. And he's a, like, a I was worse than the team. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> no doubt. I love that. All right, Kyle, we'll give you thirty seconds to balance out this coverage. Cubs, go. <laughs> that is terrible. That is so unfair. They're coming next week, right? To the caravan is down. Tell us about the picture that they got from Japan. Yeah. I'm still trying to learn about them, but well, I like the contract they signed him to. And yep. Looks interesting. Can Lefty. you pronounce his name? Shota, Shota Imanaga. Yeah. Four years, 53 mil. Is Bellinger coming back? That's what I got. I think so. Okay. I hope so. Okay. You're right. That wasn't fair. We'll have to dig in more as the hot stove heats up a little bit more, especially. But we'll talk some Cubs before too long. The Cardinals caravan got the the thought of baseball planted in my head. Don't get me wrong. 